Gorik had been tracking the ogres that ransacked his home for two days, and now, as he hides above the woodland trail, he watches as a small patrol of ogres approach his position. As they come into range, he unleashes a terrifying battle cry. Consumed with rage, readying his greatsword, he gives a running leap and clears the 20 feet between where he had been and where the ogres are. Soaring through the air, he raises his mighty weapon over his head, bringing it down hard into the skull of one of the ogres. Before the others have a chance to even react, the greatsword is dislodged from the limp creature and slashed into the midriff of another ogre. Now, that's badass. Let's talk about it and how you can enable your players to also be badass. Hey everybody, I'm Justin, and thank you for joining me for another reading from the Tome of Dungeoneering. In this episode, I want to give you a bit of a personal philosophy that any player or dungeon master can adopt to make their time spent playing, really any tabletop role-playing game, more badass. To me, badassery is a measurement of fun. It's the heroics and the successes that separate us from reality. There are ways that you as a DM can enable badass storytelling at every type of play, from role play to puzzle solving and every interaction in between. So what is badassery? Badassery is my own personal outlook on the rule of cool. Ah yes, the bane of rules lawyers everywhere. It involves skipping dice rolls and finding out what is fun for your table and bending or breaking the rules in service to that fun. So what does the rule of cool look like? A prime example. Do you remember Gorik? He gives a running leap and clears the 20-foot distance, separating him from the ogres. Now, jumping is an interesting set of rules. In fact, it specifically highlights that part of it is only a guideline. Jumping a distance does not require a skill check, but I see that skill check called for all of the time. Following my own rule of cool, I would not call for a roll on this jump. The barbarian is out for revenge. This is that character's moment, that player's moment. As the DM, I already know that he is strong. I already know that he is fueled with rage. There is nothing to be gained from calling for a role here, except meaningless misfortune. Sure, the table may laugh at the antics of the barbarian falling face-first into the dirt, but what about that player? Countless sessions leading to this moment, and all he is left with is a mouthful of dirt for no reason. So say this with me. You ready? This is Gorik's moment. Let him be badass. 
This isn't the party wizard. It's the fucking frenzy barbarian. He was made for this moment. It's his. If it were the wizard with a great sword, the plan would be totally out of character. If that were the case, I would be calling for rolls left and right. In our first episode, we promised to be more than just a reading of rules. Badassery is one of the ways we hope to accomplish that, by cultivating for you ideas that can be dropped into your own homebrewed world and add something that is hopefully awesome for you and your players to experience. So let's break it down. How can you apply this philosophy of badassery to your own ideas? How can you be a part of your table embracing the rule of cool? So here it is. As a dungeon master, it is my philosophy to focus on what the players want to do, not on the individual rules. I tell my players, I want you to weave a story with me. I want you to help create a moment that you and I and the rest of the table will remember forever. Most people don't remember the time it took two hours of back and forth to iron out whether or not they were allowed to do something based on the rules. At least, not usually in a positive light. They do, however, remember the time the sorcerer wanted to use his very last sorcery point to cast twin spells when the party was clearly outnumbered. Or the time the half-orc leaped from an airship because deliberations were taking too long. Or the time their werewolf ally, in full-on lupine form, ran at max speed until taking almost maximum exhaustion, trying to follow the misty escape of a vampire back to its lair. I also try to encourage my players, when possible, use creative language to explain your actions as opposed to mechanical language. Tell the DM what you are doing. Don't ask the DM if you can climb that tree. The answer to that question should be, yeah, you can try. So don't ask if you can climb the tree. Instead, paint us a picture of what you're about to try and do. I survey the land, and I see the two hellhounds bounding towards me. I run to the nearest tree and scramble up to the first branch that will hold me. Turning back to my pursuers, I will release two arrows. As the dungeon master at that table, this is your chance to encourage your players and foster this kind of fun and foster this kind of collaborative storytelling. When your players participate in the joint narrative like this, your first response should be, badass, hell yeah, you can absolutely do that. Some of this will come with experience and practice. But you don't need to stop that player to check their movement speed. Who cares if they have 30 feet of movement in the branch they would want to get to would require 35? It's five heckin' feet in that example. Adrenaline would easily account for the variance. So how else can you apply the rule of cool? 
I like to look at class traits or character traits for inspiration. Does a rogue that has spent an entire campaign picking locks really need to roll for every basic lock still? If your party gets in rowdy trouble in nearly every small town they pass through, does the face still need to make a charisma-based check to talk down the local night guards? Does a monk that likes to run on walls and do flips still need to succeed on a roll to do dope monk shit? The answer to all of these questions is maybe. Consider level. Consider speciality. Think about the story and the narrative and make the best call for your table. The best call for the most fun. Or, put simply, the call that is most badass. We are basically done, but I really want to drive this home, so I want to leave you with a quote from the lead game designer of Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, Jeremy Crawford. He says, Do you like a version of D&D that's highly tactical and by the book? Do you like improv with only a smattering of rules? Do you like something else? Find your favorite way to play D&D and use the rules in service to it. Thank you all so very much for joining me today for yet another entry in the Tome of Dungeoneering. I hope that you were able to take some small part of this back to your table and use it to create your own badass moments. Reach out to us. We want to hear from you. Add us on Twitter and tell us about a time that was particularly memorable or particularly badass that happened at your table. As always, we want to take a moment at the end of our episode to express our deepest gratitude to all of our viewers, fans, and other supporters. Your contributions, whether they are from sharing our show to all of your friends or supporting us on Patreon, means the world to us. Your continued support will enable us to keep doing something we are extremely passionate about. If you know someone that you think might enjoy our show, please consider sharing us with them. And if you want to support us directly, please consider subscribing to our Patreon. You can find more information at patreon.com forward slash into the dungeon. Thank you, and we will see you on the next page. This has been an Into the Dungeon podcast.